Hare Krishna, my dear devotees. Welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books, right here in the live studios in the Haven, which is in, located in Hive, Kent, southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. Charming little hamlet near the sea. <clears throat> We're here with Abhay Das Brahmachari and Gohri Das Brahmachari, newly arrived from Houston, learning the ropes. And uh, yes, here, back home, back to the Srimad Bhagavatam. Every day, Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya, the way to cleanse the heart and awaken our attraction, eventually our affection and love for Krishna. Uh, the shelter, when Krishna left this planet 125 or 5,000 years ago approximately, the shelter that he gave everyone went to the Srimad Bhagavatam. So here we are with Krishna and the real shelter. Srimad Bhagavatam Mahima Stotram by Srila Sanatana Goswami says it all. goes like this. Sarva Shastrabdipi Yusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kalidvan Duritaditya, Sri Krishna Paribhartita. O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Prataya Prema Varjakshadayate <clears throat> Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madeka bando matsangin madguro man mahadana manistadaka madbhagya madananda namostute. My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu saduta dayin atini chochata kada hanamun chakadachin mam premna ritkanta yukspura. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya 
Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So, we reach the 27th chapter of the 4th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. And the allegorical uh, personality, King Paranjana, is going to uh, taste the fruits of his fruitive activities at the end of his life as Narada Muni uh, enlightens uh, King Prachinibharishat. We start with text 13. O king, in Gandharvaloka there is a king named Chandavega. Under him there are 360 very powerful Gandharva soldiers. Purport. Time is figuratively described here as Chandavega. Since time and tide wait for no man, time is herein called Chandavega, which means very swiftly passing away. As time passes, it is calculated in terms of years. One year contains 360 days, and the soldiers of Sandavega herein mentioned represent these days. Time passes swiftly. Chandavega's powerful soldiers of Gandharvaloka very swiftly carry away all the days of our life. As the sun rises and sets, it snatches away the balance of our lifespan. Thus, as each day passes, each one of us loses some of life's duration. It is therefore said that the duration of one's life cannot be saved. But if one is engaged in devotional service, his time cannot be taken away by the sun. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam 2.3.17 Ayur Haridivai Pungsang Ulyan Ashtam Chayana Sao The conclusion is that if one wants to make himself immortal, he should give up sense gratification. By engaging oneself in devotional service, one can gradually enter into the eternal kingdom of God. Mirages and other illusory things are sometimes called Gandharvas. Our losing our lifespan is taken as advancement of age. This imperceptible passing away of the days of life is figuratively referred to in this verse as Gandharvas. As explained in later verses, <clears throat> Such Gandharvas are both male and female. <clears throat> this indicates that both men and women lose their lifespan imperceptibly by the force of time, which is herein described as Chandavega. Text 14. <clears throat> Along with Chandavega were, were as many female Gandharvis as there were soldiers, and all of them repetitively plundered all the paraphernalia 
presents enjoyment. Purport The days have been compared to the soldiers of Chandavega. Night is generally a time for sex enjoyment. Days are considered to be white and nights are considered to be black. Or, from another point of view, there are two kinds of nights, black nights and white nights. All these days and nights combine to pass away our span of life and everything we manufacture presents gratification. Material activity means manufacturing things presents gratification. Scientists are conducting research to find out how we can satisfy our senses more and more elaborately. In this Kali age, this Kali Yuga, the demoniac mentality is employed in manufacturing various machines to facilitate the process of sense gratification. There are so many machines for ordinary household activities. There are machines for washing dishes, cleansing the floor, shaving, clipping hair. Today everything is done by machine. All these facilities for sense gratification are described in this verse as sarva kama vinirmitam. The time factor, however, is so strong that not only is our span of life being expended, but all the machines and facilities for sense gratification are deteriorating. Therefore, in this verse, the word vilumpanti, plundering, is used. Everything is being plundered from the very beginning of our lives. This plundering of our possessions and lifespan begins with the day of our birth. One day day will come when death will finish everything and the living entity will have to enter another body to begin another chapter of life and again begin the cycle of material sense gratification. Prahlad Maharaj describes this process as punak punash charvita charvananam Bhagavatam 7.5.30 Materialistic life means chewing the chewed again and again. The central point of material life is sense gratification. In different types of bodies, the living entity enjoys various senses. And through creating various types of facilities, he chews the chewed. Whether we squeeze sugar out of the sugar cane with our teeth or a machine, the result is the same. Sugarcane juice. <laughs> we may discover many ways to squeeze the juice out of the sugar cane, but the result is the same. Text 15. When, when King Gandharva Raj, Chandavega, and his followers began to plunder the city of Puranjana, a snake with five hoods began to defend the city. Purport When one is sleeping, the life air remains active in different dreams. The five hoods of the snake indicate that the life air is surrounded by five kinds of air known as prana, apana, vyana, udana, and samana. 
when the body is inactive, the prana or the life air is active. Up to the age of 50, one can actively work for sense gratification. But after the 50th year, one's energy decreases. Although one can with great strain work for two or three more years, perhaps up to the 55th year. Thus, the 55th year is generally taken by government regulations as the final year for retirement. That was pretty years ago. The energy which is fatigued after 50 years is figuratively described herein as a serpent with five hoods. Text 16. The five-hooded serpent, the superintendent and protector of the city of King Paranjana, fought with the Gandharvas for 100 years. He fought alone with all of them, although they numbered 720. Purport. The 360 days and 360 nights combined to become the 720 soldiers of Chandavega, time. One has to fight these soldiers throughout one's lifespan, beginning with birth and ending with death. This fight is called the struggle for existence. Despite this struggle, however, the living entity does, the living entity does not die. As confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 2.20, the living entity is eternal. The jayate Mriyate va kadachin nayam bhutva bhavita vanabhuyaha ajonit yakshashvatoyam purano nahanyate hanyamane shadire. For the soul there is neither birth nor death at any time. He has not come into being, does not come into being, and will not come into being. He is unborn, eternal, ever existing and primeval. He is not slain when the body is slain. Actually, the living entity does not take birth, nor does he die, but he has to fight with the stringent laws of material nature throughout the entire span of his lifetime. He must also face different kinds of miserable conditions. Despite all this, the living entity, due to illusion, thinks that he is well situated in sense gratification. Text 17 Because he had to fight with so many soldiers, all of whom were great warriors, the serpent with five hoods became very weak. Seeing that his most intimate friend was weakening, King Paranjana and his friends and citizens living within the city all became very anxious. Purport. The living entity resides within the body and struggles for existence with the limbs of the body, which are referred to here as citizens and friends. One can struggle alone with many soldiers for some time, but not for all time. The living enti entity, the living entity within the body can struggle up to the limit of the hundred years with good luck. But after that, it is not possible to prolong the struggle. Thus, the living entity submits and falls victim 
In this regard, Śrīla Bhaktivinoda Thakur has sung Vridhakala Aula Sabha Sukha Bhagala. When one becomes old, it becomes impossible to enjoy material happiness. Generally, people think that religion and piety come at the end of life. And at this time, one generally becomes meditative and takes to some so-called yogic process to relax in the name of meditation. Meditation, however, is simply a farce for those who have enjoyed life and sense gratification. As described in the sixth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, meditation, dhyana, dharana, is a difficult subject matter that one has to learn from his very youth. To meditate, one must restrain himself from all kinds of sense gratification. Unfortunately, meditation has now become a fashion for those who are overly addicted to sensual things. Such meditation is defeated by the struggle for existence. Sometimes such meditative processes pass for transcendental meditation. King Puranjana, the living entity, being thus victimized by the hard struggle for existence, took to transcendental meditation with his friends and relatives. Text 18 King Puranjana collected taxes in the city known as Panchala and thus was able to engage in sexual indulgence. Being completely under the control of women, he could not understand that his life was passing away and that he was reaching the point of death. Purport Government men, including kings, presidents, secretaries and ministers, are in a position to utilize taxes collected from the citizens for sense gratification. It is stated in Srimad Bhagavatam that in this Kali Yuga government, men, Rajanyas, and those connected with the government, as well as exalted government ministers, secretaries, and presidents, will all simply collect taxes for sense gratification. The government is top-heavy, and without increasing taxes, the government cannot maintain itself. When taxes are collected, they are utilized for the sense gratification of the government officials. Such irresponsible politicians forget that there is a time when death will come to take away all their sense gratification. Some of them are convinced that after life, everything is finished. This atheistic theory was conceived long ago by a philosopher called Charvaka. Charvaka recommended that man should live very opulently by either begging, borrowing, or stealing. He also maintained that one should not be afraid of death, the next life, the past life, or an impious life, because after the body is burnt to ashes, everything is finished. This is the philosophy of those who are too much materially addicted. Such philosophizing will not save one from the danger of death, nor will it save one from an abominable afterlife. Text 19 
my dear king Prachina Barishat, at this time the daughter of formidable time was seeking her husband throughout the three worlds. Although no one would no one agreed to accept her, she came. Purport. In due course of time, when the body becomes old and practically invalid, it is subject to jara, the sufferings of old age. There are four basic kinds of suffering, birth, old age, disease, and death. No scientist or philosopher has ever been able to make a solution to these four miserable conditions. The invalidity of old age, known as jara, is figuratively explained here as the daughter of time. No one likes her, but she is very much anxious to accept anyone as her husband. No one likes to become old and invalid, but this is inevitable for everyone. Text 20 <clears throat> The daughter of time, Jara, was very unfortunate. Consequently, she was known as Durbaga, ill-fated. However, she was once pleased with a great king, and because the king accepted her, she granted him a great benediction. Purport As Bhaktivinoda Thakur sings, Sabasoka Bhagala, all kinds of happiness disappear in old age. Consequently, no one likes old age, or jara. Thus, jara, as the daughter of time, is known as a most unfortunate daughter. She was, however, at one time accepted by a great king, Yayati. Yayati was cursed by his father-in-law, Chukracharya, to accept her. When Chukracharya's daughter was married to King Yayati, one of her friends, named Sarmishta, went with her. Later, King Yayati became very much attached to Sharmishta, and Shukracharya's daughter complained to her father. Consequently, Shukracharya cursed King Yayati to become prematurely old. King Yayati had five youthful sons, and he begged all his sons to exchange their youth for his old age. No one agreed except the youngest son, whose name was Puru. Upon accepting Yayati's old age, Puru was given the kingdom. It is said that two of Yayati's other sons, being disobedient to their father, were given kingdoms outside of India, most probably Turkey and Greece. The purport is that one can accumulate wealth and all kinds of material opulences, but during old age one cannot enjoy them. Although Puru attained his father's kingdom, he could not enjoy all the opulence, for he had sacrificed his youth. One should not wait for old age in order to become Krishna conscious. Due to the invalidity of old age, one cannot make progress in Krishna consciousness, however opulent he may be materially. 
text 21. When I once came to this earth from Brahmaloka, the highest planetary system, the daughter of time, wandering over the universe, met me. Knowing me to be an avowed brahmachari, she became lusty and proposed that I accept her. Purport. The great sage, Narda Muni, was a Naishtiki brahmachari. That is, he never had sex life. He was consequently an evergreen youth. Old age, Jara could not attack her, could not attack him. The invalidity of old age can overcome an ordinary man, but Nardamuni was different. Taking Nardamuni to be an ordinary man, the daughter of time confronted him with her lusty desire. It requires great strength to resist a woman's attraction. It is difficult for old men, and what to speak of young. Those who live as brahmacharis must follow in the footsteps of the great sage, Nardamuni, who never accepted the proposals of Jara. Those who are too much sexually addicted become victims of Jara, and very soon their lifespan is shortened. Without utilizing the human form of life, for Krishna consciousness, the victims of Jara die very soon in this world. Text 22 The great sage Narada continued, When I refused to accept her request, she, came, she became very angry, very, she became very angry at me and cursed me severely. Because I refused her request, she said that I would not be able to stay in one place for a long time. <laughs> Purport. The great sage Narada Muni has a spiritual body. Therefore, old age, disease, birth and death do not affect him. Narada is the most kind devotee of the Supreme Lord and his only business is to travel all over the universe and preach God-consciousness. In other words, his business is to make everyone a Vaishnava. Under the circumstances, there is ordinarily no need for him to stay in one place for more than the time he requires to preach. Since his own free will, since by his own free will, he is already traveling all over the universe, the curse of Kalakanya is described here as fortunate. Like Narada Muni, many other devotees of the Lord are engaged in preaching the glories of the Lord in different places and in different universes. Such personalities are beyond the jurisdiction of material laws. Text 23 After she was thus disappointed by me, with my permission, she approached the king of the Yavanas, whose name was Vaya, or fear, and she accepted him as her husband. Purport Being the most perfect Vaishnava, Sri Narada Muni is always willing to do good to others, even to one who curses him. Although Kalakanya, the daughter of time, was refused by Narada Muni, 
she was given a shelter. Of course, no one can give her shelter, but a Vaishnava gives shelter somewhere to such an unfortunate girl. When Jara, or old age, attacks, everyone dwindles and deteriorates. In one stroke, Narada Muni gave shelter to Kalakanya and counterattacked the ordinary karmas. If one accepts the instructions of Narada Muni, the ocean of fear, Vaya, can be very quickly removed by the grace of that great Vaishnava. Text 24 Approaching the king of the Yavanas, Kalakanya addressed him as a great hero, saying, My dear sir, you are the best of the untouchables, and I am in love with you, and I want you as my husband. I know that no one is baffled if he makes friends with you. Purport The words Yavananam Rishabam refers to the king of the Yavanas. The Sanskrit words Yavana and Mlecha apply to those who do not follow the Vedic principles. According to the Vedic principles, one should rise early in the morning, take bath, chant Hare Krishna, offer Mangalarati to the deities, study Vedic literature, take prasad, and engage in dressing and decorating the deities. One must also collect money for the temple expenditures. Or if one is a householder, he must go to work in accordance with the prescribed duties of a Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, or Shudra. In this way, one should live a life of spiritual understanding. And this is the Vedic way of civilization. One who does not follow all these rules and regulations is called a Yavana, or Mlecha, one should not mistakenly think that these words refer to certain classes of men in other countries. There is no question of limitation according to nationalism. Whether one lives in India or outside of India, he is called a Yavana or Mlecha if he does not follow the Vedic principles. One who does not actually follow the hygienic principles prescribed in the Vedic rules and regulations will be subjected to many contagious diseases. Because the students in this Krishna consciousness movement are advised to follow the Vedic principles, they naturally become hygienic. If a person is Krishna conscious, he can work like a young man even if he is 75 or 80 years old. Thus the daughter of Kala, time, cannot overcome a Vaishnava. Srila Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami engaged in writing Chaitanya Charitamrita when he was very old, yet he presented the most wonderful literature about the activities of Lord Chaitanya. Srila Rupa Goswami and Sanatana Goswami began their spiritual lives at a very old age, that is, after they retired 
from their occupations and family lives, yet they presented many valuable literatures for the advancement of spiritual life. This is confirmed by Śrīla Śrīnivāsācārya, who praised the Goswamis in this way, Nāna Shastra Naika Niponao Saddharma Samstapakao Loka Nam Hitakari Nao Tribhuvane Manyao Shadanyakadao Radha Krishna Padada Vinda Bhajana Nandena Matalikao Vande Rupa Sanatanao Raguyagao Shri Jiva Gopalakao I offer my respectful obeisances under the six Goswamis, namely Sri Rupa Goswami, Sri Sanatana Goswami, Sri Rupa Goswami, Sri Raghunath Bhatta Goswami, Sri Raghunath Das Goswami, Sri Jiva Goswami, and Sri Gopal Bhatta Goswami, who are very expert in scrutinizingly studying all the revealed scriptures with the aim of establishing eternal religious principles for the benefit of all human beings. Thus they are honored all over the three worlds and are worth taking shelter of because they are absorbed in the mood of the gopis and are engaged in the transcendental loving service of Radha and Krishna. Thus jara, the effect of old age, does not harass a devotee. This is because a devotee follows the instructions and the determination of Narada Muni. All devotees are in the disciplic succession stemming from Narada Muni because they worship the deity according to Narada Muni's direction, namely the Narada Pancharatra or the Pancharatrika Pidi. A devotee follows the principles of Pancharatrika Vidhi as well as Bhagavat Vidhi. Bhagavat Vidhi includes preaching work, Shravanam, Kirtana, Vishnu, the hearing and chanting of the glories of Lord Vishnu, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Pancharatrika Vidhi includes Archanam, Vandanam, Dasyam, Sakyam, Atmanivedanam. Because a devotee rigidly follows the instructions of Narada Muni. He has no fear of old age, disease, or death. Apparently a devotee may grow old, but he is not subjected to the symptoms of defeat experienced by a common man in old age. Consequently, old age does not make a devotee fearful of death. As a common man is fearful of death, when jara or old age takes shelter of a devotee, kalakanya diminishes the devotee's fear. A devotee knows that after death he is going back home, back to Godhead. Therefore, he has no fear of death. Thus, instead of depressing a devotee, advanced age makes him become fearless and thus happy. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Text 25 One who does not give charity according to the customs or injunctions of the scriptures and one who does not accept charity in that way are considered to be in the mode of ignorance. Such persons 
follow the path of the foolish, surely they must lament at the end. Purport. It is herein stated that one should strictly follow the scriptures if one actually wants an auspicious life. The same is explained in Bhagavad Gita, 16.23. Yakshastravidimutsridja vartate kama karataha nasasiddhim avapnoti nasukam naparam gatim. He who discards scriptural injunctions and acts according to his own whims attains neither perfection nor happiness nor the supreme destination. One who does not strictly follow the terms of the Vedic injunctions never attains success in life or happiness. And what to speak of going home back to Godhead? One Shastric injunction holds that a householder, a chatriya, or an administrative head should not refuse to accept a woman if she voluntarily requests to become a wife. Since Kalakanya, the daughter of time, was deputed by Narada Muni to offer herself to Yavanaraj, the king of the Yavanas, he could not refuse her. All transactions must be performed in light of the Shastra conjunctions. The Shastra conjunctions are confirmed by great sages like Narada Muni. As stated by Nartam Das Thakur, Sadhu Shastra Guru Bhakya Chitte Te Kodiya Aikya. One should follow the principles of saintly persons, scriptures, and the spiritual master. In this way, one is sure to attain success in life. Kalakanya, the daughter of time, presented herself before the king of the Yavanas precisely in terms of sadhu, shastra, and guru. Thus, there was no reason for not accepting her. Text 26 Kalakanya continued, O gentle one, I am now present before you to serve you. Please accept me and thus show me mercy. It is a gentleman's greatest duty to be compassionate upon a person who is in distress, who is distressed. Purport. Yavana Raj, the king of the Yavanas, could also refuse to accept Kalakanya, daughter of time, but he considered the request due to the order of Nardamuni. Thus he accepted Kalakanya in a different way. In other words, the injunctions of Nardamuni or the path of devotional service can be accepted by anyone within the three worlds and certainly by the king of the <coughs> and certainly <coughs> by the king of the Yavanas. Lord Chaitanya himself request <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> Lord Chaitanya himself requested everyone to preach the cult of bhakti yoga all over the world 
in every village and town. Preachers in the Krishna consciousness movement have actually experienced that even the yavanas and mlechas have taken to spiritual life on the strength of Narada Muni's Pancharatrika Vidhi. When, when mankind follows the disciplic succession as recommended by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, everyone throughout the world will benefit. Hare Krishna, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. So this brings us to 747. Um, we'll start tomorrow at text 27. Now tomorrow is not only Ekadashi, but it is also Gita, Jayanti. So here in the haven, uh, anyway, I'll be chanting 64 rounds and then reading the whole Bhagavad Gita and if I have a voice left at the end of the day, I will do the reading. And if, if I can't, I will send you a message. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much. Okay. Time for reflections. Our favorite time. First is something from Rati Manjari. Hare Krishna Rati, first off the, the starting blocks. Hare Bol. She says, Jai Guru Maharaj, the daily cleanse begins. The daily cleanse? Well, it's already been, been done by this reading of the Bhagavatam. Hare Krishna. Sudevi Dasi says, Hare Krishna Maharaj. Well, Hare Krishna, Sudevi Dasi, to you too. And from Anandamurti. Yes, Anandamurti. Dear Guru Maharaj and all the assembled devotees, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you so much for today's reading of Srila Prabhupada's books. Well, today's reading and, and the last few days' readings are very sobering. Very sobering, because they explain the naked truth of what this material world is and the result of being bewildered by the material energy. Especially this next few readings as well to get right into the nitty-gritty of what happens when death comes, calling. Sometimes we, when something that's very difficult that needs to be done, we'll put it off or See, I, I don't have time right now, but I'll, I'll do it. And you know, just give me a little time. I'll do. But at that time, there's no waiting. There's no saying no. We're, we're forced. So better we voluntarily learn to chant Hare Krishna while we're still young or old and strong. Hare Krishna. <laughs> Yes, Gorhari has something. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Gorhari. <clears throat> I was I was really struck by this reading in actually there's many different things I could say, but one thing that really stuck out 
in a big way was we were reading the 16th chapter today mm. in the Bhagavad Gita for the Chad this morning. Yes. And that verse, that one of the verses that we went over was also quoted from 1623. I was talking about he who discards scriptural injunctions and acts according to his own whims attains neither perfection nor happiness nor the supreme destination. And I really liked this in the previous text, text 24, in the purport. It's talking about because a devotee rigidly follows the instructions of Narada Muni, he has no fear of old age, disease, or death. Apparently a devotee may grow old, but he is not subjected to the symptoms of defeat experienced by a common man in old age. I just thought that was really amazing how by following these instructions that have been coming down through the disciplic succession that we actually can achieve true success in life. Here, here a non-devotee, one who's not following any scriptural injunctions, he doesn't have actually, he doesn't even have a goal in life other than just trying to enjoy the senses up until the, the point of his destruction. So he's completely misguided, but when we follow, when we accept these instructions that are coming down, then we're not attached to what happens to the body. So the body may grow old, it may, all these things may apparently happen, and it's doomed to die, but a devotee sees joy because he knows he's going back to Godhead. This is very interesting. Can I give you a practical uh, realization of this? The other day I had a doctor's appointment, so I went down to the Sun Lane surgery, and of course the the waiting rooms were filled with very old persons, mainly, mainly. And I came in, and uh, somehow or other, I was different. Well, I know it's not somehow or other, but but I I, I talked to another lady who I got another appointment today. And the secretary of the doctor called called me, and said, "What is your birthday?" And I told her, and he said, no, that's not right. I said, why not? He said, you don't sound that old. And I've had many people, even people you know, in the medical field, when I go to whatever purposes, they, they can't believe that I'm the age I am. Now, I feel old. I mean, I don't feel old, but the body is beginning to, I'm beginning to feel the things that, that these purports are talking about. But it doesn't make me unhappy, and it doesn't make me depressed, and uh, therefore this is the practical realization of this philosophy. And it's interesting because old age is no fun in some ways, but at the same time when I read this and I realize what I'm actually doing and how many devotees I'm talking to and what the results are, are I have to say that I'm just totally amazed at how these books, every single word is true. Every single word. And once we get that level of faith, then when we hear it, we become enlivened, we become exhilarated, and we become truly happy. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Thank you. This from Gopakanya? Yes, Gopakanya. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and all assembled sages. My humble obeisances to all of you. 
All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Srimad Bhagavatam. Jai Ho. And from Vilas Manjari. Yes, Vilas Manjari, Hare Krishna. Dear Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisance of all glories to Srila Prabhupada. A great ocean of fear can be removed by taking shelter of the lotus feet of the devotees of the Lord, such as Narada Muni, who are kindly traveling around the universe preaching Krishna consciousness and are full of compassion for all fallen souls. It is wonderful that Srila Prabhupada's name at birth was Abhay Charan. Mm. He is removing our fear and we are so fortunate to be engaged in his ser mm. in serving his preaching mission. When I heard these descriptions today, I couldn't help but be astonished at how fortunate we are. We just need to continue devotional service under the shelter of Sri the Prabhupada and the devotees and there will be no fear and we will all advance on the path back home together. Thank you, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, thank you for that, those encouraging words, and they're true as rain. Thank you very much, Hare Krishna. This is from Chad. Yes, Chad. This is Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Dandavat Pranam. Dandavat Pranam. Daily readings with all the assembled Vaishnavas and under your lotus feet is currently the light of my life. Oh. Napareham. Well, thank you for the encouraging words. Everyone needs encouragement. And this is from Rati Majori. Yes, Rati. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. Jai Sri the Prabhupada. Tonight, again, many interesting points. Mm. In the beginning, I was remarking the statement that there is plundering going on around us all the time. Plundering of our time, days, strength, energy, machines. Everything is deteriorating. But still the conditioned soul is thinking that he is well situated in sense gratification. Yes. He's thinking material possessions and material relationships will save him, protect him. And yet he can't understand. Even though he, he tries to, he can't understand. Sapashyati, napashyati. Even though he sees, he can't see. Therefore this knowledge is so important. And because time, at this time in history, especially in Kali Yuga, is very, motive of ignorance is very prominent and therefore the effect of time is more degrading uh, it's very strong therefore uh, we have to go on hearing regularly, every day hopefully twice or three times a day uh, so that we will not forget these eternal truths and then when time comes then we will not be afraid and we will go back to Godhead gratefully. Hare Krishna. And this is also from Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. I was also chuckling at Srila Prabhupada's use of the words transcendental meditation, which we know to have been used by one popular guru at the time. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure that Srila Prabhupada's idea and experience of transcendental was in a whole different category than what this guru referred to. 
but still he used his words. Intriguing. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Well, Prabhupada was, he, he wasn't just a scholar, he was a poet. His writings are so poetic. The choice of words, you know, that grab you, you know. Yes. Hare Krishna. We are so fortunate, so fortunate to have come in contact with Srila Prabhupada. Hare Bhav. This is from Anandamurti. Yes, Anandamurti. She says, Jai, thank you so much. Yesterday, one Bhagavad Gita and one Srimad Bhagavatam after duty. Home Tatsat. Yesterday, young fashionable lady who is with boyfriend took Bhagavad Gita. Very nice. You're attracting a high quality of people. <coughs> Please keep up the good work. Hare Krishna. And this is from Subarao. Yes, Subarao. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you very much for your daily readings. One of the many gems is 427.17, quote, In this regard, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur is sung, Rida Kala Aula Sabha Sukha Bhagava. When one becomes old, it becomes impossible to enjoy material happiness. Generally, people think that religion and piety come at the end of life, and at this time one generally becomes meditative and takes to some so-called yogic practice mm. to relax in the name of meditation. Mm. Unquote. Thanks for waking us up, the sleeping souls, by reading Srimad Bhagavatam and ringing the transcendental alarm clock. Hare Krishna. Daily readings, Kidra. Hare Krishna. Soviet. Thank you. Hare Krishna. All right, we're at the eve of Gita Jayanti and Akadashi. It's uh, 8 o'clock. Oh, wait, there's more. There's more. One more from Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati. When there was the mention of that a devotee can't be overcome by time because of his engagement in devotional service, I was remembering how many years ago Newsweek published an article of famous late bloomers and counted Sri the Prabhupada amongst them. Even the non-devotees noticed the amazing accomplishments of His Divine Grace. Ah, very good. I use that so much in preaching to people. Yes, fantastic. Late bloomers. There were five, only five people selected. And the cutoff for... The ideal was five people who's, who did the most tangible service for humanity starting at a late date, a late age. And the cutoff was 60. They had to have started after 60, whatever they were doing. And Prabhupada was 70, so he got more kudos. But he was one of only five selected. So that means, like Radhi Manjari just said, that there are materialists even who understand Srila Prabhupada, something at least, about how great he was and how many movies and books and literatures and so many things have been influenced by Prabhupada's books you can't count it you can't count it you can't enumerate it 
I remember once when I was in uh, London before, I, I came across an advertisement. I, I was w walking somewhere and I saw it. It was a uh, for an automobile. I can't remember which automobile, but it showed a uh, the car being crushed, and then there was another. The next frame of the of the next 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 slide was the newest model. And it said, "Different body, same soul." Those are the words. Now that couldn't have been used as a, you know, an these people spend millions of dollars for advertisement to find the most clever things, and people get paid a lot of money to come up with these clever ideas. And I'm I'm sure that without that person reading Prabhupada's books, he wouldn't have said that. In the West, are you kidding? No way. So we should be conscious of the fact that these books are being very influential. It's just that Maya simultaneously is acting in such a way to clear the decks huh? so that the, the knowledge in Prabhupada's books can more easily flow, you know, and spread. These two forces are working at the same time simultaneously. Therefore, Prabhupada said, there will die, the, day, the day will come when millions of people will come to take shelter uh, of, and, and guidance from this movement, from the devotees. We just have to continue to, to, to act properly. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much, everyone, for your reflections, for being there regularly every day and thanks all of you who are not online are live but are but are reading and hearing and appreciating and you're giving your appreciations and your your reactions positive reactions we're so encouraged uh, we're determined to do this for the rest of our lives old age or not Hare Krishna Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Samabeda Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo See you tomorrow, same time, same place, same topic as Puranjana becomes plundered Hare Krishna See you tomorrow